Hey guys, thanks for coming back. This is a, another episode of the Pierce of Mind podcast. I don't know how long we're going to be here tonight. Could be five minutes, could be half hour. I am seriously freaking lost right now. I feel empty. I feel nauseous. I have a empty pit in my stomach that is just driving me crazy. My eyes are so sore from crying all day long. And not just normal crying. No, I've been bawling. Bawling like I lost a loved one. Matter of fact, I'll tell you now when I called Kim to tell her what happened today. She said she thought my mom had passed. I was crying so hard and uncontrollably. Unable to contain myself. From the sadness that I was feeling at the time. Sadness I wasn't expecting. I guess none of us really are, right? When you get the kind of news I got today. You're not expecting to feel so hopeless. To feel so abandoned and left out in the cold without a coat but I guess I shouldn't be surprised because the system I am in is the devil not the company I'm in the system the system of eating disorder treatment and how it's looked at in this world and it's almost like you have to be perfectly imperfect to get the help you need now that's not going to make sense to some of you but some of you will totally get it like, sure, you have to be have an eating disorder, but God forbid if anything else happens. Because all of a sudden, it doesn't matter if you starve yourself to death or if you're going to go home and eat yourself to death. Because we can't deal with that liability. We can't deal with that concern. You know, I've done a lot of research on eating disorder treatment centers over the last several weeks, months. And it's just, you know, it's a messed up system. But I felt, and I still feel that I'm in a good place. But I'm not emotionally in a good place because of what happened today. I'm, I'm fucking shocked. Like, I don't even, I want to get into it. I'm not trying to belabor the situation and moan and groan. But I don't even know how to start. Honestly, I think this is the third time I've tried to record this podcast. And I don't know how to start. I feel... Just punch, sucker punch. And it's funny because I didn't even think I would have a show today. Because I was like, what am I going to even talk about? I wanted to talk about how I've been doing this little experiment because I'm talking constantly and I thought maybe I won't talk for a while. So I've been doing this little experiment of self-reflection for the last couple days where I don't engage with anybody outside of treatment, like groups or, you know, my sessions. I just don't engage. I stick to myself and I sit in that uncomfortableness because part of my problem with my ED is isolation and being alone I use those I fill those holes to eat 
So I was like thinking, maybe I'll try something different. I, I decided to just not talk and just sit in the uncomfortableness that I'm creating for myself. And people will come up and ask if I'm okay. And I'll give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down, depending on how the day is going. Or even a little thumbs, you know, neutral. That's what I wanted to talk about. And I thought, well, that's one thing. But I didn't know if I was going to have anything else. So it's like, well, maybe I'll just hold off. Talk about that tomorrow. Take a little break. I'm sure y'all are probably getting sick of hearing from me day after day. And then I found out. That I had this little light, right? I had this light and it went out a few weeks ago when I lost my treatment team. And then, just last week, that light got clicked back on. By complete random accident, I found a doctor who's possibly willing to do my surgery and use my notes and stuff from my previous doctors and all my approvals because they're a non-for-profit hospital. So they're not trying to fleece me. So that light was turned back on and I really was excited. And I had finally settled back into treatment here and that, you know, I knew I was going to be here till next Thursday and then I was going back to PHP. So I wanted to get in some good work while I was here. And I was engaging in groups and community and talking at the table and finding my place, which wasn't easy because in these situations, being a white cis male is, you know, you're kind of the odd bird out. And that's okay. Because you know what? I just happen to be the odd bird out that happens to love everybody. And I don't care what your lifestyle is. I just want to know you as a person. So, upon that conversation, I... Uh... Not even a conversation. Upon that, I just wasn't going to... I wasn't going to have a show tonight. And then... At 2 o'clock today, my whole entire life literally just changed. I was told that I wouldn't be able to do PHP here starting next week. Nope. They wanted me to do an extra two weeks in res. And I didn't like that shit at all. It was frustrating. I was like, I've done what you've asked. I followed all the rules... And it wasn't good enough. They say, you, we're afraid, we have a concern about your health that it may go sideways. It may start to go down. And obviously that's always, that's always a possibility. I'm a man with dying, with a destroyed liver. I have late stage liver disease, stage four cirrhosis. Of course, at some point things are going to go down. But all my blood work is holding strong right now. Just like it was last time I went to PHP. And I asked, what did I do? What can I do to fix it? And they're like, we just think another PHP will be better for you. But why? What's another PHP going to provide? If they're all very similar, what are they going to provide? And they don't even know the name of the place. Or they haven't even contacted them to see if they could take me. They're just trying to send me... They said there's a place close to my house. Which... I'm unaware of because we looked everywhere before for PHPs and the closest place to our house is in Columbus, which means I'd have to get a hotel, which is almost $600 a week. I think it was like $530 a week. And let's say PHP is six to eight weeks, 
two, four thousand dollars. IOP, hopefully I can do online from the house because that's another six to eight weeks. So all of a sudden, I have nowhere to go in three weeks. I mean, of course I can go home, but I won't be prepared and I'm going to lose the help that I had and the possible opportunity to have the surgery I need to get to where I need to be to be on the treatment, to be on the donor transplant list. And even then, that's a shot in the dark. But I'm trying to do everything I can to get to that point. And I thought they had my back here. But some bean counter said, oh, he might be a liability, so we've got to get rid of him. And what makes me mad is that my therapist said there's nothing wrong when I asked why they wanted to talk to me. Everything's okay, just some stuff we want to talk about. And I said, oh, hmm, okay. And yeah, I had some red flags because that's who I am. I don't trust anybody really outside of, you know, literally a handful of people. Number one of those being my favorite ginger, Kim. And honestly, I am beside myself. I'm trying to trust the process and know that I have three weeks of treatment left and I need to maximize that three weeks. But then I'm like, what happens after? Everyone knows you need to work the system. You need to go to PHP and IOP. They're there for a reason. So if I don't have those and I don't have that support, what's going to be different this time when I go home? Obviously, we all know, I'm at the end of the day, it's up to me, sure. But I want to be prepared. That's the whole reason. We risk everything to come here. It's not like I just woke up one day and said, oh, I'm going back into treatment. I'm really going to knock it out this time. Kim and I went back and forth with conversations. What are we risking? What are the possibilities? And at the end of the day, we said, you know what? We got to do what's right. And what's right is treatment into work treatment all the way through. And now we're going to lose that. We're going to we're not going to get to do treatment all the way through. We're only going to get to do like I did last time. Residential. And the one hospital that will help me, I'm not going to have access to in Ohio. So whatever light I had, it is gone. And I sit in darkness, sad, depleted, and not even knowing what I'm pushing so hard for. Like, I was doing this finally for me. I wasn't doing this for anyone else. Obviously, there's people who are important to me that I want to be successful motivate me to be successful but this was for me this was my opportunity to get better for me and essentially I was told that it wasn't in the best interest of the company I mean sure I wasn't told that exactly but listen if you've ever been in my shoes in this situation you know what I mean you feel helpless You feel like this team that says that they have your back and they want to support you. 
that they're going to do that. And then when they stab you in the back, or they make you feel like they've stabbed you in the back, it hurts. All these people that I trusted that said, hey, we're looking out for you. We're going to help you. They've all given up. They've thrown their hands up. Just like every single doctor's done for the last two years. You're too big to do this test. We can't help you. You're too big to do this test. We can't help you. We can't do weight loss surgery until you're less fat than you are now. Even though you've already lost almost 100 pounds. Because we, you're, t- you're too fat. We can't help you till you're under 500 pounds. That's all I was told. All I was told until I came here. Over and over and over again. And then even once I got here and I said, I was having my gallbladder attacks. I was like, oh, I need to have my gallbladder taken out. The doctor said, you're too fat to put on the table. I can't help you. Day after day, every time I have a problem, the door slammed in my face. And I thought this is the one place that was going to help me. The one place that was going to be there for me. And support me and help me get to my goals. But nope. Just like every other doctor. Just like every other place. For whatever rhyme or reason. We can't help you. It's going to be a tough, tough road ahead. But I'm going to work the three weeks I have to the best of my ability. And then I guess I'll go home and I'll white knuckle through any other issues I have. And I'll go back to my job. And that's just, that is what it is. That's all I really have for y'all tonight. I guess I could talk more, but I just can't. I I can't even, like... (sighs) Do you ever feel like you're just going to throw up? Like you just know that you feel sick? Like it might make you feel better to throw up, but you can't? That's how I feel right now. Because whatever's in my stomach, I need to get it out. Not the food, but that pain that I'm feeling right now. That sense of being thrown into the trash because, again, I'm too fat. Anyhow, this is Pierce of Mind Podcast. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.